Welcome to Classic Comedy of Old Time Radio. I'm your host, Ron Ecklebarger. Are you ready to run with Henry Aldrich? This is the 48th episode of the Aldrich Family. Today's show is entitled Cross Country Race, and it originally aired on May 28th, 1940. and his pals, we think you'll sort of be able to detect a little of yourself. For Henry Aldrich is a typical American boy from a typical American family. Just listen and see if I'm not right. It's 6.30 in Centerville, and the scene opens with Henry taking dinner at the home of his pal, Dizzy Stevens. Mrs. Stevens, could I trouble you for the bread, please? Oh, yes, certainly, Henry. Gee whiz, I almost took two slices. Well, wouldn't you like to take two? No, thank you. I never take more than one at a time. Why only one, Henry? My mother has asked me not to, Dizzy. Basil. Yes, Father? Supposing you put back three of the four slices you took. Yes, sir. And eat your broccoli. Father, I don't like broccoli. You aren't supposed to like it. Just eat it. The The only way I can make broccoli go down is with bread. Mrs. Stevens, I'm very sorry to interrupt you, but could I have a second helping of broccoli, please? Yes, of course. Now, that's the way I like to see a young man eat. Thank you, Mrs. Stevens. I just wish Basil had such nice table manners. I do, Mother, when I'm visiting. Oh, yes. But when I'm home, I like to relax. And the only reason Henry is eating broccoli is so he can take uh, Geraldine to the dance Saturday night. Won't Geraldine go to the dance with him unless he eats broccoli? She won't be able to. I see. That, Mr. Stevens, is why I have to have the typewriter. The what? The typewriter. But I'm not worried. I'm almost positive I can get it. If I can only get the sleeping bag I need. A sleeping bag? What kind of a dance is this, Henry? A masquerade? Oh, no. It's just a dance. But before you can go to it, you have to eat broccoli and get a typewriter and a sleeping bag. Yes, sir. There's just one drawback. I can't get the bag if I don't pass my mathematics. Molly, may I have the salt, please? Don't you understand, Father? That's why Henry has to win the cross-country race. Perfectly clear. (laughs) Mrs. Stevens, do you understand? Yes, entirely. There's just one point I missed. Which one was that? I don't know. (laughs) I'll explain it to you again, Father. Eat your broccoli. Yes, sir. Mr. Stevens, I'm going to run in a cross-country race for Central High, and our track coach is my math teacher. 
That's why I have to win, or I don't pass my math. In which case, you will or you won't need a sleeping bag. I will. Frank, will you have some more potatoes? I've lost my appetite. <laughs> Didn't I tell you, Henry, it's hard to understand? Father, if he doesn't pass in his math, his father won't give him his old sleeping bag. Is that a punishment? If he doesn't give it to me, I won't be able to swap it for Shorty Woods' typewriter. In which case... In which case what, Mr. Stevens? It's a fielder's choice. <laughs> oh, see, the dance committee needs a typewriter, and if I get the one, they'll give me four tickets free. Oh, well, I'm glad to hear that straightened out. Yeah, and that's the only reason why Henry is eating his broccoli. My whole future depends on winning that race. That would be putting it mildly. Could I have some more, please? Are you sure you're not eating too much, dear? Don't discourage him, Mother. I have just as much a stake on his winning as he has. Hey, Molly, don't ask Basil why. Well, it's just because... We don't want to know. But I was... Yes, Mother. Would you like to have me tell you, Mrs. Stevens? No, dear. Well, then, could I have a little more of everything, please? Don't you want to develop? But this is going to overdevelop me. One, two, three. Higher. I'll hit my chin. Basil? Wait a minute, Henry. Wait a minute, Henry. Basil? Are you and Henry upstairs? Yes, Mother. Oh, what are you doing? We're just talking a little something over. Well, is that noise you're making while you're talking necessary? I'm developing Henry. <laughs> well, why can't you develop him outdoors? It's raining. And besides, if Henry would run on his toes as he should, you wouldn't even hear him. Well, please ask him to. Get up, Henry, and start again. I'm quitting. You mustn't sit down, Henry. Do you want to stiffen? I ate too much broccoli, Dizzy. Besides, I don't think I'll ever be able to make time in your father's golf shoes. Why not? They weigh five pounds each. They've got spikes on the bottom. Sure they have. That's to give you a grip on the road. You want to go into a three-and-a-half-mile race slipping and sliding all over the course? I'm not in training anymore. So you don't want to go to the dance and take Geraldine? You don't even care whether you get the two tickets you promised to give me? No. Henry, do you realize what Middleton High did to us last year? The final score for the meet was 65 to nothing. But, Dizzy, why not leave our training and just let me go into the race fresh? Okay. Okay, if you know more about how to run than I do. Okay, then. Uh, all right. What is it I have to do next? You're to run up and down the front stairs, but quietly. With these shoes on? You won't hurt the stairs. I spread newspapers on each step. I'm not going to do it. Look, I'll go to the trouble of timing you with my watch. Come on, just five times down and five times up. Okay, five times, but no more. Okay, get on your mark, Henry. Yeah. And remember the old toes. Keep up on my toes. You're sure. going down? It'll strengthen them. Oh. Get on your mark. Yeah. Get set. Go. What's the matter, Henry? There's one step there that doesn't have a piece of paper on it. Well, skip that one. Oh. Come on, get on your mark. Get set. Go. I'm off. Come on, Henry. Let her out. Come on, let's see what you can do. Now, come on, back up. Middleton's right behind you. She's closing in on you. She's gaining. You're crazy. She is 
too. Now start down again. Admiral, what's going on here? Little sounds trying to pass him. Well, come down here. What is this? Henry, now look what you've done to the stairs. But, Father, I'm not asking you to get track shoes and track pants for me. I thought you were. Oh, no. You'd really be getting them for Central High. I see. Mr. Alders, you realize that last year every man on the Middletown High School team finished before any of ours did? Did they? And we certainly don't want a thing like that to repeat itself. Gee, after all, a thing like that involves everybody in town. Everybody's pride is hurt. I see. Perhaps I could get the Chamber of Commerce to buy Henry's outfit. Well, I'll certainly be handicapped if I have to run in any old thing. If worse came to worse, Mr. Aldridge, would you be willing to buy Henry just ordinary sneakers? Didn't Henry tell you why I can't buy him any? Henry, if I were you, I wouldn't swing those Indian clubs here in the living room. Yes, Father. I didn't even realize I was. You're not to swing them in this house. No, Father. Henry, which way has your father decided regarding the other question? I've decided he may have neither shoes nor a suit. I'm quite sure Henry understands why. Did you disobey your father, Henry? You were playing catch right out in front of the house, weren't you, son? Yes, sir. And I told you that if you didn't go some other place, you'd have an accident, didn't I? Yes, sir. Well, then. What happened, Henry? The ball went through this living room window. Yes. And father was sitting right beside it. Oh. Father, I know I should be punished, but... Think of how I'll feel when I have to tell them at school. Henry, let's not mention the subject again. Gee whiz, what's all that noise? How should I know? Well, it's something. It sounds to me like a bed. I know. Look out the window. They're having a rally for the track meet tomorrow. Come on, let's go out. You go, Dizzy. I'm, I'm going to stay here. There goes Paul Hamilton. You think I want him to see me? Which is more important, son? Winning that race tomorrow or building some character in the years to come? I suppose building some character. Mr. Aldridge, if it would help any, I've got 35 cents I'd be willing to put towards a pair of shoes. It's not a question of money. Well, Henry, why aren't you and Dizzy out with the crowd? Why should I, Mother? Father doesn't care whether I win or not. Henry, that isn't exactly fair. Is this still about track shoes? Yes, Mother. What do you think about it? I agree entirely with your father. You do, Mother? I'm sorry. Come on, Jesse, let's go upstairs. Well, I guess the only thing to do, Henry, is train all the hard. I've trained to the breaking point as it is. Sam. Well, Alice? Couldn't we let Henry get what he needs? After we've told him he can't. But, Sam, you've always wanted Henry to go in for athletics. Well, he may still go in, but he must also learn to obey. But he always does obey. Oh, every boy his age forgets now and then, dear. Very well, supposing we let him get some shoes and pants. How are we going to save face? Oh, we can make out they came from Aunt Harriet or someone. Well, I'm not so sure, Alice, we should do it. Name one time Henry has recently deliberately disobeyed you. When he threw that ball through the window. No, I mean one other time. What's that? Why, it's an Indian club coming downstairs. Yes. Henry Ulrich. Oh, I didn't realize it was going to slip, Father. Didn't I ask you only five minutes ago not to swing those clubs in this house? Oh. Did that include the second floor? Is the second floor in this house? Yes, sir. 
Is there any reason you can't train out on the porch? No, sir. What's the trouble, Henry? Come on down, Jesse. Okay. Does your father want to speak to me, too? Come on out onto the porch, Sam, may I speak with you in the living room? Oh, certainly, dear. Uh, Mrs. Aldridge, were you speaking to me? No, Dizzy, I was saying something to Mr. Aldridge. Oh, uh, excuse me. Hey, Henry, wait, I'll go out with you. We can practice out here on the porch. Hey, did you hear what I heard? What? Your mother said something to your father that makes me think she's going to bring him around to your side. She did? Yeah, I think she's going to work on him. Boy, if you even get a pair of sneakers, you can't lose that race. Look, Tizzy, look in the window. Sure, they're talking it over. Your mother's even laughing. Gee, maybe it's all set. Come on, Henry, let's get back to work. Yeah, what do I do now? The whole routine. Raise your Indian clubs. Okay. Out straight. Right. Begin. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Henry! Oh, gee whiz, my club slipped. Henry Ulrich! I've got to go home, Henry. <laughs> Is anybody hurt, Father? Not yet. But would you please come in the house? Well, friends, it's just about time for Henry's High School and other high schools and colleges to hold their mid-year graduating exercises and award prizes for various scholastic attainments. And speaking of honors being presented, that reminds us of another honor being awarded every day in thousands of homes all over the country. It's an honor that might be presented in the following words. Ladies and gentlemen, for rich, mellow flavor, for smooth, creamy goodness, and for all-around satisfaction, we proudly present the award not of cum laude, magna cum laude, but summa cum laude, to Jello chocolate pudding, and we designate it most likely to succeed. Yes, folks, Jello chocolate pudding certainly does carry off top honors when it comes to real downright goodness. It's a swell, luscious pudding, velvety smooth through and through, just the way a perfect pudding should be. And Jello chocolate pudding is simply unexcelled for rich, chocolatey flavor, a chocolate flavor developed especially for Jello by the famous Walter Baker Company. So try this mellow treat real soon, won't you? You'll find that in your family, too, the dessert most likely to succeed is Jell-O chocolate pudding. Now, getting back to Henry Aldrich... Henry is to run for Central High in a cross-country race. Unfortunately, when we left him, he had neither track shoes nor a track suit. As we return, we find him warming up at the starting line. shoes, Henry. Well, I... Now, let's see you're running them. Well, I'm glad your father let me borrow these golf shoes. I thought you said they were too big for you. I've got three pairs of socks on. <laughs> that's using your old head. How do you feel, boy? Guess I never felt better in my life. Oh, that's swell. Gee, that's a great idea of you wearing your swimming suit. Yeah! Rock, rock, rock! The whole school's in back of you. It's up to you, Henry. Don't worry about me. Boy, did you hear Gwendolyn yell out like that? 
Did you see that Middleton team over there? If I can't pass them, I'm going to give up running. The main thing is, do you understand where the course goes? Sure. Yeah, well, where does it go? We start right here at Scott's Corners and follow the main highway into Centerville till we come to the big four. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, well, do you turn to the left or to the right? To the left. Anyone knows that. That's the shortest way into town. Okay, but remember, you don't go to the right. And listen, Henry, if you can, start right with the gun. Remember, this is a a three-and-a-half-mile race. If you can get a quick start, you're in. I thought you didn't want me to take the lead. Take it until you can jockey for position. After that, hold back, see? Yeah. Save yourself. Oh, sure. And don't try to pass whoever grabs the lead. It's a come on. They always put a sprinter in there purposely to tie you. Hello, Henry. She was Geraldine. I'm going up to the finish line, Henry. Are we going to the dance tonight? Sure. If I win this race and pass in my math, I am. And, Geraldine, will you promise to save all your dances for me? Oh, Henry, of course I will. Hey, Ulrich. Who's calling me? Ulrich, come here. Oh, gee, did you want me, Coach? How are you feeling? Oh, gee, Coach, I could race ten miles. Fine. Now, I'll tell you what I want you to do. Yes, Coach. Central has got to win, see? Yes, Coach. But you and Irwin Cooper are the only two I can spare for this race. Yes, Coach. And there will be six running against you from Middletown. Yes, Coach. The whole thing is up to you. Yes, Coach. Now, here's the dope. Take the lead right at the start. Yes, Coach. Run those six boys from Middletown right off their feet. Yes, Coach. And then, when you've shot everything you've got, Erwin Cooper has been holding back, will come forward and win the race. Yes, Coach. I don't win it? Well, after all, isn't this for the school? Yes, Coach. This isn't the time to ask it, but... Could you tell me if I passed my math exam? I'll let you know about that when the race is over. Well, there's a two-minute signal. Now go in there and give everything you've got. Okay, Coach. Gee whiz. Oh, Henry. What'll you have, Mother? Don't you think you ought to be wearing a coat, dear? Mother, don't embarrass me. Uh, Good luck, son. Thanks, Father. Only I can't win the race. They aren't going to let me. If you see Geraldine, will you tell her? Oh, no, you'll win it. They don't want me to. Hey, your mother and I are going to get in the car and drive on up the road a ways. Henry! Henry! What do you think has happened? Why? Erwin Cooper just turned his knee and he can't run. You mean I'm the only one running for That's Central? Right. Clear the way, everyone. So the boys can line up here. Coach! Hey, coach! Yes, what do you have? You still want me to take the lead? Oh, do whatever you can. Just get in there and run. Yes, Coach, sure. Line up, boys. Yes! Talk to me so much. Darn it all, anyhow. What's the matter? My shoestring buster. What difference does that make? Come on, keep going, Henry. I can't run with my shoe half off. There, I kicked it off. Uh, Now you're coming. Look up ahead. They're less than a quarter of a mile in the lead. I'll never be able to catch them in one shoe. You've got that much less to carry than they have, haven't you? Yeah, but look. Well, take the other one off, then, and you won't have anything holding you back. Okay. While I take it off, you keep your eye on Middletown. I'm watching them. I won't let them get out of your sight. 
All you have to do now is sprint a little and you pass them in no time. Oh, boy, does that feel good. Watch me go. Oh, aren't you glad you took them off, Henry? Yeah. Oh, oh! Darn that stone, anyhow. Henry, I forgot you've got to run on gravel for the next two miles. That's going to help. Dizzy, I'll never be able to catch up with him. Well, get over and run in the ditch. Yeah, that's an idea. Oh, gee whiz, why didn't you tell me there was water in here? Well, get out. I'm certainly glad I wore my bathing suit. Look at them up ahead. I've got an idea, Henry. You keep on running, please. Hey, where are you going? Never mind. I'll be back and save the day before you know it. How many have gone by so far? Six. How many are there in the race? Seven. Are you sure Henry wasn't one of the first to pass? I certainly haven't seen anyone go by in a red bathing suit. Probably the coach is having him hold back. Hold back? Uh-huh. Well, what's the sense in that? Strategy, Alice. You save yourself till the finish, and then you put on a burst of speed. Well, isn't that smart of Henry to think of it? Oh, here he comes, Alice. He's coming around the curve. On a bicycle? Oh, no, no. That's strange. That's Dizzy. Mr. Aldridge! Mr. Aldridge! Oh, Dizzy, has something happened to Henry? He lost his shoes. What was that? He's going in the stockings feet on gravel, and Mr. Aldridge needs some sneakers. Well, we couldn't possibly get any sneakers now. Sure we can get some. It's only a minute up to the store. Well, all right. Hurry up. Get in the car. Sam, I thought you said it would ruin Henry's character if we bought him two. Character? Character? Think of his arches. Doesn't that make a difference, Henry? Henry, don't those shoes make a difference? Hey, Henry! I can hear you. I can't speak. Put on the steam, boy. Yeah. Let me get on your bicycle with you. You're not going to quit, are you? What's the use of my keeping on? The rest have already finished and the crowd's probably gone home. But, Henry, no matter how tired you may be, you should always finish your race. You've only got another quarter of a mile. I don't care whether I pass my math. I, I don't even care whether I take Geraldine to the dance. But do you want Central High to go down in history as not finishing this race? Well, I'll finish. But I hope there's nobody there to see me. Henry! Henry, run! Come on, Henry, run! What for? They're behind you! Oh. The Middleton guys! Behind me? They're behind me! Almost a quarter of a mile! Oh, how could they be? They must have taken the wrong fork! Run, Henry, run! Gee whiz! Oh... I'll do all I can. Come on, Henry. They're gaining. Am I moving at all? Sure. You've only got 200 yards to go. Come on, that's planning up ahead, Henry. I can't see it. He's waving to you. I can't see it. Don't go that way. Henry, go towards the finish line. Okay. Keep on the course. How much farther is it? 60 yards. They're coming like wind. Yeah. Yeah, four of them. Here they come, Henry. Give them the works. They're 20 yards behind you. Yeah. Henry, they're 10 yards. Come on, Henry, they're closing in. Henry, they're right behind you. Henry, you 
I think this is the grandest idea you had, our dropping in for a few minutes and watching the young people dance. <laughs> uh, Henry will probably be the hero of the ball. Then yes, my goodness, has he been busy today. <laughs> First he won that race, and then after getting his mark in mathematics, he had to exchange the sleeping bag you gave him for the typewriter so he could get the tickets and take Geraldine. <laughs> I should think he'd be exhausted. <laughs> Here we are. I'll open the door. Thank you. Sam. Well? You don't suppose Henry's winning that cross-country race had anything to do with his getting 98 in mathematics, do you? Why, no. No, it couldn't have. No, Alice, I've decided that boy has character. Yes, character. And I'm really encouraged. Come on, let's go in there. Thank you. Mr. and Mrs. Aldrich. Oh, yes, Geraldine. Have you any idea where Henry could be? What do you mean, dear? Why, he disappeared. Nobody can find him. What do you mean he disappeared? Well, he brought me to the dance and nobody's seen him since. Well, haven't he even danced with you? No. I've just been sitting and waiting and waiting. Sam, what do you suppose has happened? Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Aldrich. Uh, Dizzy. Dizzy, have you seen Henry? I've been trying to find him. Oh, my goodness. Maybe Middletown's kidnapped him. Why? Boy, they were certainly very indignant when he won that race. I know who might know where he is. Who? The coach. He's down in the basement sneaking a smoke. Come on with me, Geraldine. All right, Dizzy. Will you come back and tell us? Look out for these stairs, Geraldine. Oh, Dizzy, do you think Middletown really has done anything to him? Come on around the landing here. If they've even touched them, we'll get them. Mm. Oh, gee whiz! What's the matter? Do you see what I see? What? Henry, he's gone to sleep right here on the stairs. He's gone to sleep? Oh, so that's all he cared about bringing me. Hey, Henry. Don't wake him. I'm going upstairs. Hey, Henry. I'm going up and dance with anyone I please. Henry. Well, move over, boy. I'm tired, too. Tomorrow night for dinner, ladies and gentlemen, how about serving a dessert wonderfully easy to make? Yes, and believe me, mighty easy to taste, too. The dessert I'm thinking about, of course, is Jell-O vanilla pudding. Served as is, or mixed with bananas or any other fruits or nuts you may have handy, Jell-O vanilla pudding is a perfectly grand treat that the whole family will love, and they'll want to enjoy it again and again. It takes only a few brief moments to prepare. It's very simple, and it's quite inexpensive. Yet few desserts, no matter how costly or complicated, can rival Jell-O vanilla pudding for gratifying goodness. It has a flavor that is really swell, a rich, delicate flavor that you'll find supreme for sheer satisfaction. So enjoy some Jell-O vanilla pudding tomorrow. And try those other delicious Jell-O puddings, too. There are Jell-O chocolate pudding and Jell-O butterscotch pudding. You'll be delighted with their mellow, creamy flavor. The flavor that has made Jell-O puddings tops in taste.
did I tell you I'm going into partnership with another guy and buy a car? You don't say so. Yeah, here's the ad for it in the paper. It says, take your pick for $50. Isn't that an ad for building lots? No, Father, look. It says, big sale. These cars won't last much longer. by Clifford Goldsmith. Original music is composed and conducted by Jack Miller. This is the last program in the current series of Aldrich Family Broadcast, but Henry Aldrich will be back on the air on Sunday night, June 23rd, in place of Jack Benny. So remember, all summer long, Henry Aldrich will come to you on Sunday evenings at the same time and on the same station you now hear Jack Benny. This is Harry Bonzel speaking and wishing you good night for the puddings that are tops in taste. Jello pudding. You heard the announcer mention that this was the last show of the regular season, but that the Aldrich family would be a summer replacement series for Jack Benny. Well, unfortunately, we don't have any of those summer replacement episodes. Next week, we will pick up with the regular season run that began in September of 1940. Please send your questions and comments to host at classiccomedyotr.com. Come back next Monday for another episode of The Aldrich Family and check in on Wednesday for the next installment of The Bob Hope Show. Until next time, in the words of Anne Frank, whoever is happy will make others happy too.